previously on Not Another Nat One. In front of you, Click has brought you together to let you in on some information. So, uh, yeah, guys, um, like I said, I'm a spy. Well, I- I'm familiar with the concept of a spy, more of who are you spying for on... You work for an organization that trades in secrets, and you didn't know, have any idea that this was going to happen? This fellow came by uh, right before everything hit the fan, and he told us something was going to happen, but he didn't know what. When, As we're like gathering our things to get going, I go to try to find her. Nobody, nobody knows who I am. What you were telling me the other morning about Click and something fishies, I'm connecting those dots too, my man. He pulls out one of his uh, sleep darts and loads it into into the uh, dart gun and fires at the bird. Uh, as soon as you say, like, let us in to see if we can get help, uh, you hear just loud sounds as it sounds like nails or furniture and the blockade that was at the door uh, is being removed. Uh, from a pretty good distance, you hear the sounds of combat. That's in, that's in that 20, though. A thundercloud emits from the open pages of the book, uh, and he just blows on it, and he casts Chromatic Orb. You'll hear that one in the morning. <laughs> you don't know what this is, but you've been scouting enough to know you don't want to be where you are. Would Barry have any kind of recollection of the shape prior to his village being destroyed? Within Eleven, you know that this is not a titan. It's not like what, le- what something that was involved in the destruction of your village, but it's something that you know is dangerous. You see there is a man, large, in full plate metal, and says, uh, you should have called me sooner. Fellow travelers on this floating space rock. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to Not Another Nat One. We're an actual play D&D podcast where we roll some dice and we never, ever, ever put up Christmas lights before Thanksgiving. Oh, Uh, yeah, no. I'm lucky enough to get them like even the week of Thanksgiving. I climbed my roof one time, almost fell three times, so I never do that again. <laughs> so, real quick, that reminds me, last night, we, me, Alex, and some friends ate at Cracker Barrel. While I was waiting on all to show up, one of the employees was like, yeah, they're going to put up a Christmas section here in August. What the fuck? What? In August? In, in August. August? See, that's why you don't eat at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> that reason right there and no reason alone. They're, they're, not the bland food. Not the, Apparently, they're putting up the Halloween section like next week. Oh, my God. Well, my name is Sam Allen. I play Clickbait, the Verdan Warlock. Uh, I've been thinking about trying to come up with a nickname. You know, you guys all have some pretty cool stuff that you do in your intro. I don't really have anything. So my new thing is I'm just going to give Click a nickname. Click's nickname for the remainder of the campaign, the world's most okayest spy. There you go. Mm. That's so long, though. (laughs) 
It's all right. Hey, the world's most okay spy. World's most okay spy. I do love it though. Yeah, because you are like we could get it on a coffee mug. Like you know, it's like world's greatest dad. No, for click, it's world's most okay spy. World's most okayest spy. I like it. I love it. Before I toss it over to my my good buddy Alex, just want to say, give a little shout out. Shout out MV. MV. Who is MV? What? You don't know what MV is? I don't know what MV is. Eh? Mount Vernon. Baby. Shout out Mount Vernon. Uh, <laughs> We're going to need some more what elaboration here. Right <laughs> what? what is Mount Vernon? Did you, I, I, did you expect us to know what you're talking about? Wait, no, that, I know y'all. That's Washington's that's house. house. Yeah, I was about to say, that's the home of George Washington. Yeah, I knew I knew y'all would know what it means. What does it mean? Now it's you... just for me. It's for me. What the fuck? Uh, wow. It's a little joke I have with myself. Self yeah, shout out. Shout out this plantation real quick. Cool. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, if anybody actually knows what the fuck Sam is talking about, uh, please at us. At, at the at the at the Twitter, yeah, if you know at what I'm Nano DND, at us. Uh, but what's up, everybody? It's your boy Alex Smith. I am playing the pedantic Professor Doctor Citus Sercator. I had a couple of people ask me how to pronounce Sercator, and I was very confused why they were asking me that because I feel like I say it pretty often. But then I went in my Twitter bio, and I had completely fucked up how to spell my own <laughs> character's name. Like, com- like I had a K in it. I had no idea. It was terrible. <laughs> Wait, is it not? Is it not K? No, it's... What is it? It's C-E-R, Ser... It's right in front of you. It's right in front of you. This is why people wanted to know this right here. It's it's right here. (laughs) C-E-R-C-A-T-O-R-E. Sercator. Yeah, that's so much better than what I've seen. You've spelled it before. (laughs) Also, for our fans, it's on the Instagram on his character reveal. Is it spelled right? Yes. There you go. I triple checked. I, th- I think in this last episode, it's been such a long time since we got behind these fucking mics. I think the last episode is where Cytus actually finally did something useful. So I look forward to seeing how that plan or how it that pans out. out in episode six. Well, what's up, everybody? I am not your boy. I am a flesh golem being controlled by a sentient beard. Chasey Zell. <laughs> what? <laughs> a, what? Say a, that again? A flesh golem being controlled by a sentient beard. Flesh golem? Only going to refer to people as flesh golems from now on? <laughs> I am not. I, I, uh, uh, but I am playing Barry's Singletus, the straight shooting, rooting, tooting, Drake, Warden, Dragon, Born. Oh, fuck. That's a first one. He yes! finally Whoa! messed it up. <laughs> We're finally free. <laughs> He's not allowed to yes. ever do it again. <clears throat> oh, fuck that. I'm playing Barry Singletus, the straight shooting, rootin' tootin' Drake Warden, Dragonborn Ranger from Best Helm. There you go. Uh, him and his buddy Josh are just excited to get back behind the table. I'm so pumped. It's been like over a month since we've recorded, and I, I've missed you guys. Chase made momentary eye contact with me at least three times during that. It made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry for having a genuine fucking moment. No, here, no, no. Alex. It was bad because you would like look at me and then look away immediately. Oh my friends <laughs> who I love dearly. All right. Hey y'all. My name is Andrew. I play Carl Laconis, the bugbear barbarian. And I would just like to make a note that if I ever get uh get the gumption to put up Christmas lights, they are never coming down. <laughs> I still have Christmas lights on my back porch uh, that I've not taken down. Like yeah, I just refuse just, to. It, it's, it's too much work to do every year. See, I have them around my bedroom because I'm a basic bitch. Mm. <laughs> do you also have a picture of the Eiffel Tower on your wall? No, but I do have a mountain tapestry. Okay, what the okay. fuck? 
the does, Eiffel does, Tower. Wait, 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 where is the live, laugh, love sign? Oh, oh that's God. in the home office. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just a little reminder throughout the day. All right. Hi, I'm Keith. I am the proud DM of four beautiful level four characters. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, yeah, we, we did level up. up. Everybody got... I think it's mostly just stat increases, which are very good and not very fun to talk about. But this is going to be a good episode. Uh, forgive me in advance. I'm going to have to voice a lot of characters and I'm going to mess them up and you guys can laugh at me. Uh, <laughs> we, we will. will. Hey, we will. audience, keep track at home how many times Keith messes up and then let us know on Twitter. And then also pray for me because I've got to fix it in the end. Yeah, hopefully you don't have to hear any of those, but Alex for sure will. <laughs> I, I'm already pulling up the fuck up tracker. I was about to say, yeah, everyone needs to know that Whatever you end up hearing, that's like half of the actual mess ups because Alex has already taken a bunch of them out. Yeah. You only get to hear the ones that are funny, not the ones that are truly disheartening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are we ready to play? Let's Let's do it, sir. Let's go. Finally. We return to Vesthelm. On the eastern side of the city, there is a library that has been revealed to truly be a secret headquarters for an unknown organization. Outside the organization, there is a barricade that has been built by the hands of the survivors of Vesthelm, where they hold off beast and danger. The group has defeated a small force attacking, creating a small time of respite only to be assaulted by an enormous monstrosity that you were not sure how you were going to handle it. But out of the ethereal mist came heroes that click you know as the top brass of Librian operatives. And the rest of you just know as some cool looking dudes who just kind of saved your britches. <laughs> so... Uh, we re-enter uh, the armored man known as Hank steps off of this giant ape-like mist beast uh, and you see Ophir from inside the wall uh, click you were kind of talking to her her shoulders just like slump as if the weight of days of worry and concern just roll off of her which you know it was not what she had when she saw you return but uh, she very animatedly waves for Hank to uh, come inside the barricade director uh, who just who just came in I'm a I I, uh, I, I can't see over the barricade <laughs> uh, as you ask this uh, Hank just Jesus Christ uh, Hank flat-footed leaps over the barricade just fully would be a superhero landing but he just instead of putting a fist to the ground he like just stumbles forward almost like drunken monkey style and just comes upright but he makes it look effortless so he does not blade dive he does not blade dive. <laughs> what is blade diving? It's like it's it's where you land like on the top of a car. It's like the Spider-Man pose. It's oh, like you kind of okay. crouched and your hands are out. Absolutely. Uh, b- beside him, you see just a shimmer in the air as you just like, and a slight figure with a wizard's hat appears beside him. Uh, the large, hairy-chested man leaps over beside him, 
and you see a lithe, a half-elven person just vault slide down the side of the barricade and they all kind of come together in front of Ophir. Ophir looks at them kind of uh, past them, you having had your question answered, Click, and she's like, okay, uh, Hank and Click, I need information. I need something. Come with me to my office. I want us to figure out what's going on. Uh, Click, I know you've seen some stuff on the outside. I don't know how you've gotten here, but you must have traveled through most of the city to get here. And Hank, I need to know what you saw. And she walks away, doesn't wait for you guys to respond, just literally walks towards her office. Uh, Director, before we go, is there any chance I can see my mother before we talk? Uh, she stops and like turns back. It's like, uh, uh, Click, I promise she's safe. Um, we went and collected her. I know you, I assume you, that's why you came here. Yeah, I saw the, uh, the calling card left on the table. After you give me what you tell me, you can go see her if you need to. I really would like to brief debrief you and Hank right now. And then after that, you can spend as much time with her as you want. But you have my word that she is safe. Okay, I believe you. I'll And I'd follow with her to her office. Can we come? Uh, she doesn't. You should, you should, let's see if she even hears you. She's. Uh, she doesn't hear you. You kind of said it softly like you just did. Yeah. <laughs> and she just like fully ignores you, keeps track, trekking forward. Uh, Hank doesn't say anything. He just kind of stomps in behind you. Click. Uh, Keith, is there any way me and Hank can have like a 15 second sidebar before we get to Ophir's office? Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you're both trailing Ophir. She's like fast walking. You can just probably have a word. Okay. Hank, what was that? I I mean, that was, I mean, I'm not scared to say that that's the largest myth beast I've ever seen. Have you ever seen anything like that? Uh, not around these parts usually but I've seen a few, definitely not in any civilization. I'm just glad we got it before it got to you guys. I, I don't think that barricade would have slowed it down. Yeah, but we could have taken care of it, right? And I want to like nudge him on the side. Uh, kind of, he has like his break from his serious, like, he just like looks down at you and grins. You see he's got half-worked tusks uh, kind of protruding from his lower jaw. Are they pearly whites? Uh, they're not pearly whites. Okay. It's, it's been a re- <laughs> Hank, is, Hank has not had a great life uh, for his teeth. Not, not a lot of dentist visits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's still endearing. You know, like you've worked with him before, but he kind of, he doesn't, he has to lean down, but he leans down a little bit and just taps your shoulder like good heartedly and is like, I've missed you, buddy. We, ah, oh, I'm, I'm, there's a lot of agents that are missing. We, I know you're one of the good ones. And, I know you can step up and you'll have to be, people are going to start looking up to you, Click. And he like, a little more serious, like, and I, 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 I can't always tell when you're serious or joking, but I believe you can take on something like this. You just need the right people. Uh, Click is, didn't really expect that kind of response. So he's, he's like, just at a loss for words and is just like, oh, uh, thanks. Thanks, Hank. I missed you too, man. I'm glad you're back. Uh, and he just like taps you on the shoulder again and then you guys head towards the office. You're almost at the entrance. Uh, Carl, you're following behind Click. Uh, as you uh, kind of near the office, uh, one of them, uh, we'll say, Carl, you're following Click into the library. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing? Uh, the 
I'll say the group of Hank's co- c- conspirators. That sounds sure. that sounds the wrong story. Co- uh, <laughs> cohorts, cohorts. There you go. That's a good one. Cohorts. Is that does that sound like minions? Because it sounds like minions in my brain. <laughs> wow. Co- yeah. But they're cohorts. They're equal horts. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, cohorts. So, so we're just Horton over here. <laughs> help me. Help me set the scene. So we we are, and by we I mean Barry, Sidus, and uh, Carl are all coming into the library for the first time as. Uh, Ophir is explaining to Hank and uh, fuck is your name? <laughs> Click. Click. Uh, it's Kilk. Kilk. To, Kilk. My, Kilk. to my Kyle. Kyle. And, and Kyle. I never tweeted that picture. So we're walking into a room we've never been in before. It's all busy and bustling yeah, and all yeah. that let, stuff. Let, let me set the scene for you then. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, you guys are all going to follow uh, Click and Hank kind of into this area with Ophir. Um, from outside, you see this is a fully uh, barricaded city block. There's multiple buildings that are being encompassed by a collection of crystals that uh, Click knows is from the protective cache that they have for uh, missions and other such. Uh, this is a powerful organization to have this kind of resource. Uh, you, you see that there are a bunch of guards. Most of them look like civilians, but to a trained eye, they hold weapons like soldiers, uh, as well as some obvious civilians kind of being directed to and from buildings that are also protected. So this seems to be similar to the wall guard outpost. This seems to be a Librian outpost for the current uh, state. Uh, the woman, the injured man is helping uh, what's her name? Zandra Zandra is helping the injured man uh, at the direction of one of the Librian officers to a civilian area and you guys all follow Hank and Click and Ophir into the library uh, the uh, cohorts of Hank also follow you guys in uh, inside the library it is Bustling, Click, this is what you're kind of used to, although when you go in, you can tell that this is obviously war council stage, not newspaper recording, reporting room stage. Uh, but the tables for the library are scattered with weapons and documents and people sitting at tables, crunching numbers, doing, uh, pouring over battle maps of the city. The most peculiar thing you guys see is that at the checkout counter where there would be a librarian, uh, they have set up a makeshift bar. <laughs> where, <laughs> of uh, course. Where it's the end of the world Alexa. and everybody knows it. And <laughs> the, uh, underneath the table, you see that the there's you can hear bottles rattling around. There's a, a person behind there just pouring tons of drinks for anyone who wants one. Uh, click, you know, that's from like the Librian stash of spirits that they're not good any good anymore so you know drink them while you got them uh, but it's kind of become just the central hub of whatever's going on here um, so that's kind of what you guys see so, uh, yeah Barry starts veering and heading right towards the bar like yeah I could use a drink uh, awesome you plop down there are some bar stools that don't match a library theme that must have been brought in from somewhere outside uh, and you just plop down on one. I picked the Budweiser one. 
Oh. <laughs> they kick you out. Gross. <laughs> uh, they, you absolutely. There's uh, some basic vest helm mead. Just uh, you know, nothing. Uh, a working man's drink. You know, there it's you not go, like a. Go. It's it's not frou frou or anything or fancy. Um, it's a blue collar drink. Correct. Bama. Bam, roll tight. Um, <laughs> and plop down. It's warm, which is subpar, but you've also just fully sweat trekked a long way. It tastes amazing. And it's cold and it's cold in Best Helm, so I guess it's lo- like room Naturally temperature chilled, yeah. is chill right now. <laughs> yeah, Barry downs it just just one glug and slams the table down like very much Thor in like the first movie. Another! <laughs> no, nah, he's more polite. Uh, another, please. <laughs> uh, you, uh, as you're kind of pointing towards it, uh, the half-elven uh, individual with Hank sits down beside you and grabs uh, a mug that they were passing towards like down the line and just like slides it in front of you and replaces the full mug with the empty mug so that you have a new beer in front of you. Uh, appreciate you. And starts drinking it. Uh, they look towards you. Like, you look familiar. Uh, you ever been down to the, uh, the Dragon's Breath? I have not. I do think I recognize the similarities then, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you wouldn't happen to be a, a relative of Astrid, would you? Oh, yeah, she's my sister. I can uh, usually don't forget a face. Uh, it's a pleasure. I'm Lunir. Oh, it's nice to meet you, Lunir. Uh, they hold out their hand kind of to shake, and I assume... I shake their hand. If Barry doesn't shake someone's hand, that <laughs> is like the strongest insight check of failure. Um, so <laughs> No, he, he definitely shakes, and it is, it's firm. Is your sister okay? Uh, yeah, she's holding down the fort, all right. Uh, it's a bit of a shit show, as I'm sure you know, but uh, God bless her. She's doing a good job. Um, they look kind of confused. It's like... Where, where is she? Uh, she's uh, leading the wall guard. She's up on the wall defending the city. Chain of events and, you know, chain of command is all crumbled and she's kind of the de facto leader at the moment. You see, like, this weight. Um, that you, it, it, It's a weight that you couldn't tell until it was gone fall off of uh, Lunir's shoulders. So there's other safe places now? At least one. We, uh... We cleared out some survivors along the way, uh, got some back to the wall, brought some here with us. So there's at least two safe places in the city at the moment. I was afraid all of our warnings had fallen on flat ears. Uh, this is this is good news. I'm so happy for uh, that she's safe and that uh, the city is safe. I, uh, it's so good to see you. It's so good to meet you. And oh, they like, uh, pat, like just pat you on the shoulder and uh, the hand kind of stays there for a second. It's like, well, uh, what are you drinking? Uh, you mind if I stay? Absolutely. Pop a spot and not, I'm just drinking whatever they put in front of me at this point. Um, cool. Uh, they just accept, uh, they, they order something that's a little more uh, fancy just because they can. Uh, and uh, real, real quick, were you the one that was... You said you're warning. You were the one going around warning everybody on the wall that this something's going to happen, right? Uh, yes. Uh, most, um, every a lot of Librian agents uh, were trying to get a warning, but when you don't have specifics, people rarely heed those kinds of warnings. But yes, I uh, I I did. I was uh, the one. I at least told Astrid that uh, 
something was coming. I'm glad that she heeded the warning. Uh, I am curious. How did y'all know something was happening? We have an agent on the inside of a separate organization. Um, I'm sorry, but I think you will be available for the information, but until you are, I am unable to go into details. All right, until then, cheers and let's drink to the end of the world. Uh, and they kind of give a big smile and bump your uh, mug with like a little glass bottle of something that's uh, like almost rose gold tinted in glass. Uh, and you guys kind of enjoy a drink together. Uh, you do see that um, just to, since it's been a while, the, the poster was of this person uh, oh, okay. that you guys did get. Uh, this is Lunir. They are a, a half elf, very... Um, you, you, no matter who, who looks at this person, they would say they are beautiful. Um, high cheekbones of an elvish person, but some of the softer uh, lips and uh, features of a human, as well as just having this long, silver, straight hair uh, and piercing gray silver eyes. All right. But you kind of have a drinking buddy for a minute. I also just put Josh on the bar and point at the waiter's <laughs> like, hey, get him something real quick. Uh, absolutely. He uh, serves up. It looks like it's going to be a, a cup of water or yeah. a little bowl of water for uh, Josh to partake in. Uh, I, I, I cheers a bowl of water too. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have a luck check to see if anyone has grubs? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Not in the bar. Damn. <laughs> uh, you do have a nice little stack of uh, food for Josh that, that you can feed him kind of while you guys are All drinking. Sidus. Right. Uh, you f- you feel some eyes on you a bit. Uh, give me give me a we'll say either a perception or an insight check. Okay, eyes are on me. Uh oh, that's a seven. <laughs> uh oh, uh, you just get the sense that somebody's watching you. It's kind of uh, like it's just it, you can't prove that it's true though. Like you just kind of get this feeling. I I tug on Carl's like shirt or tunic or whatever he's wearing, and I I, I don't cast it in message, and I just say, um, hey, big buddy, um, I don't something's off. Why why here? Like, well, why is there another military base here? Why are they looking at me? Why did they, how did they know about this? Who's looking at you? You don't feel it? Like everybody, like look around, like people are just looking at me. I'm a, I'm a seven foot tall bugbear. I'm, it's people look at me all the time. Uh, who's looking at you though? Like people. And I'm assuming that like, like I look, I show them the people, but like people aren't actually looking at me. Yeah. You turn like, uh, uh, (laughs) Carl? Carl. <laughs> That's one thing. I almost called him Hank. I almost called him Hank. Uh, Carl, uh, yeah, give me a perception check to kind of see what Sidus is doing. Sidus, you turn around and be like, people are looking at me and you just see a bar. Like, they're just <laughs> like minding their own business. Like, you're not, uh, with that seven, you really don't see what you're describing. 17. Uh, but as he's doing that, Carl, you do notice that uh, the large human man who was with Hank is staring directly at Sidus, unflinching. And he's almost, 
Yeah, give me an insight. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can I see it staring <laughs> daggers or what? Uh, that's a sixteen. He's kind of fidgeting. Like it's not a. It, it's not malevolent. It's almost like he has something he wants to say, but is, doesn't know if he should say it. He's. I. I, I think. I, I. think. I see who. Who you're talking about? I. I don't think he's a danger, and I. I, I think he might know you. You see. Yeah, I, I point him out. He, I nod my head towards him. You, you, you recognize that that guy? Now that I'm singling out one person, um, what is what does this person look like? Uh, yeah, you see this person. This is, uh, I'll just say for the audience at least. I think you guys have might have heard it, but uh, this is Barehand Bruce, who is a six and a half foot tall human man. Uh, he has. Uh, dark hair, dark sideburns, scars across his face, these like deep blue eyes that can pierce through metal, it would seem. He's wearing almost like a like a monk's outfit uh, where there's a deep V even in the cold exposing just like this <laughs> bushel of black yes. chest hair, uh, enormous arms and legs, just the most... If, if if Sidus is a person, this is your opposite. <laughs> I, okay, so, so let let me ask you a question. This is an old student of mine, right? This is Bruce. What's his last name? Uh, you got to tell me that one. Sidus wouldn't forget a student. Sidus wouldn't do that. Uh, this is a uh, fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had it. His first you? name is Bearhand. That's not. That's not what. Sidus See, did you just make him roll a history no. check and hope he fails? That's true. What? what yeah. You want me to do a history check? I mean, you got plus nine or something. Yeah, I got a plus nine to it. I hope he rolls a nat 20. That's a 13 plus nine. That's a 21. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, DC was 25. Oh, my gosh. Fuck. I didn't mean to do this. I thought you had it. Uh, It's Bruce uh, Barker. Uh, <laughs> Wait, that's does Bruce he carry around the thin microphone? Bruce Banner. Does he look like a guy? Does he have a wife beater on? I know you described it, but it's is ba- it a deep V wife neck? <laughs> it's basically that. It's oh, basically a deep. No. V. It's got sleeves though, so it's not a wife beater. It's got like elbow length, kind of like loose sleeves, and it's hard to put loose sleeves on this guy. So he must have had it like custom made. But it's very like flowy, more monk like and less trailer park like. Well, by the gods, uh, Bruce, Bruce Barker, it, is that you? His, like, he goes from what Carl saw is like fidgeting to his, and his eyes just light up and he crosses the room in three long steps <laughs> and like <Uh-oh. laughs> bends down to you and says, Professor, you... You still recognize me? Uh, there's not uh, there's not a person on earth I wouldn't recognize more. I can't forget your large frame and girth in, in the classroom. What the fuck, Alex? <laughs> You're talking about your former student's girth. Not a good enough. Yeah, he had a lot of muscles. He had a lot of muscles. You give me shit. I would forget weird. that just, girth. Yeah. <laughs> he had a lot of muscles. He was he was super strong and big and hairy, that and this still sounds a little super girthy, a little sus. Um, all of these things are still true. Okay, but, they, so uh, I recognize but, him. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you like say these things, that like he like holds down both his hands to take yours and just like shakes it. Uh, I want to say fervently, but that's the wrong word. Uh, rigorously, rigorously. I love it. Uh, and it's like, oh, it has been. Nearly a decade since I have been at the college. I, uh, I'm. 
he, he, he takes a second, like looks at you like a li- seriously, and he's like, "All the other teachers thought I was a joke and that I was stupid, but you treated me like any other student, and I would never forget someone like that." Well, you were one of the first classes that I ever taught, and it was. It's one of those things that I had gone through that my whole life where people thought I was a joke. People thought I wasn't good enough. And there I was, your teacher, what, three years younger than you? You had to have been, what, 18, 19 when you were in school? Uh, he looks like surprised. He's like, you you are younger than me? Oh, by probably three years at least. Yeah, no, I was like 16 when I was teaching y'all. Uh, he like left Look. just like a belly laugh. like, what? <laughs> It like slaps you on the back and it like almost knocks you over. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, that is so funny. I am so glad that we get to meet again. It's, it's fun. Yeah, no, look at this. And look at what you've been able to accomplish. My gosh, that is incredible. I I didn't teach you that. You learned that somewhere else. About about this time, I you notice me that I'm just circling around behind Bruce, just like looking at his muscles and just, like, <laughs> just admiring him. Yeah. Car- uh, Carl's got like a measuring tape. He's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like the idea of it like splitting to like a, like another screen and he's on a uh, rotating car show kind of thing. <laughs> and Carl's just looking at him like, oh, okay. Look well, like at that. Carl's Look at that. trying to sneak up behind him and flex I, and just I, compare. I like poke his bicep at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, kind of like after he bends down and slaps uh, you on the back, uh, he immediately like uh, just actually while he's talking to him, it's like, and who are you, big friend? And he like stands up and turns around to face you. Uh, you're seven. I'm six. You're not six seven eleven. Yet. So six he, eleven. He turns around and sees you. Uh, you are uh, six eleven. Uh, he's six five. So there's still like a good six inches that you have over him. But you're seeing the difference between. No one would call you scrawny, but you're still a growing boy. <laughs> um, this is, yeah, this is a man who has dedicated his life to his body and what the damages that he can do with it. Uh, you're saying this is the difference between a boy and a man. <laughs> I didn't want to say that because it sounds gross. <laughs> but yes. Where uh, are we today? <laughs> according to Sidus, it's primarily the girth. Uh, oh, but, no. Uh, yeah, who, who's, got a lo- who's, got a, who's got a wider girth between the two? Uh, uh, oh, you know, can't stay in. Can yeah, we roll for uh, it? He for sure has a wider abdomen with all of his like multiple abs that go above six. Mm. <laughs> Does he, uh, has he got creamy hamstrings? What? Creamy? You yeah. I've no, 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 I've, no I've Family Guy. Heard, no, you're gonna have to Creamy? roll some uh, different kind of rolls on Clip to figure out what his hams look like. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, but yeah. But you're 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 you have to. He has to look up to you. But you feel something that you never feel, which is just that you feel like you're almost being dwarfed by this guy. Wow. Uh, and he he turns to me. Did, did he ask me a question? I forget. Uh, he just asked you who you were. He's like, yeah. It, my na- my name is Carl. Uh, it's very nice to meet you. I just saw you you in action for the first time, and I must say, I love your work. <laughs> uh, he kind of looks you up and down. He's like, <laughs> and he like reaches out a hand and tries and does like the arm 
the yeah, arm yeah. shake. Yeah, the uh, forearm grasp. Yeah, we're yeah. going to give me a... He's going to do a strength check on you. You should do a... I'm going to assume that you respond the same. A strength check? Yes. Or is it like athletics? athletics yeah, give check? me an athletics check. This is a Ooh. full body handshake. Could be better. Uh, 13. Uh, he grips your arm and just like almost uh, shakes your torso a bit. Um, he's excited. It's kind of just like you're a big guy. I'm a big guy. Yeah. But he un- he a little bit underestimates himself. Self and you shake just like a decent amount. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, you said how long you been doing this? Like, well, I was uh expelled. Yes, I <laughs> <laughs> I was expelled from the college at sixteen, and uh, I've kind of been doing odd jobs since then. Okay. What'd you get expelled for? Uh, he like kind of him hauls a little bit. It's like, I'm sorry. Is that? I'm sorry if that's personal. I broke an administrator's son arm. <laughs> did, but <laughs> I mean, that'll did, do it. Did he deserve it? Oh, absolutely. Okay, for sure. So I, w- I would do it again. That's uh, I did not belong there. It was it was clear. Uh, when did you uh, join up with this? Uh, fine organization uh hank beat me in an arm wrestling contest back five years ago and i i have not looked back so you just fought you just followed him here he said he would feed me (laughs) and you can end the sentence there i get it uh he said he would keep me uh fed and with enough money to do what I wished, so I uh, uh, kind of the moral uh, goody goody just naturally follows. You can't, you can't help, but once you help people, you can't stop helping people. And he like slaps you on the back, same way he did, uh, Sidus, but you kind of take it better. <laughs> um, I I get that. Is I've been, I'm I'm kind of the bodyguard for the professor here. So oh, that's. Take good care of him. He is he is a good man. He he does a good job. Uh, you guys kind of are just having this uh, whole whole moment. Um, he looks down to you, Sias, and is like, "Would you be interested in spells?" Um, always. It's like he he like smiles the same. He, this is uh, for the record. This guy is about thirty five, enormous. He looks terrifying, but. As soon as you talk to him, he is obviously a teddy bear. Yeah, he's just, like, a, he's just I, a big teddy bear. I'm sure that came bear. across, yeah. but what probably doesn't come across is that he is... He's scary as he fuck. Is, uh, what's the word? If you're Intimidating. Objectively terrifying to most people. <laughs> um, he just happens to like you too immediately. And like he is that. a barbarian. Like yeah. When he was in his rage, he was like you, raging. You did not see a rage. No? Um, oh. You see on his sides, he has uh, two... If you were a military person, you would know there were uh, bognocks, which are just two handheld, almost like brass knuckles, except uh, they have a bar to hold on to, a oval around the knuckle, and then at the end of them are literal claws of some beast. So help me help me visualize this. Have you ever played Torchlight 2? Do you yes. know that game? Is the, it like the Berserker class where they're absolutely. punching things? They're, they're a okay. little smaller, but they're literally just like handheld weapons and 
His name is Bearhand Bruce. They're literally claws of a mist bear. I love that, dude. This that's just cool. sounds like beefed up Wolverine. Yeah, that's badass. badass. Yeah, he's up, but you know that he fights with his fists. You've se- what you saw was literally him grapple a thirty foot monster with no rage. With no rage. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he does. So, like, would you like? Ma- like, would you like magic? I, I I would love magic, but I also wouldn't mind knowing like w- w- what's going on. Like nobody's told me anything. Like I I was just kind of carted in here. I didn't even mean really to come to Vesthelm in the middle of all this. But nah, I don't know. I what? What are you doing? Like <laughs> he opens his mouth. To like he's like, oh, you want to know? Uh, but we found there was an enthronement from the. And you see that he opens his mouth to talk mm. to you and like nothing comes out. <laughs> he's like, oh. no, it's from... It. And he like chokes up and he's like, I cannot tell you. I, I, <laughs> I, am, I am getting that. I am understanding that now. Is there a way for me to be able to be told? Uh, you came in with Click, yes? Yes. And he's walked away with that person that looked really important and then the other big dude. If you came with Click, perhaps he can tell you or you can swear some oaths of eternal servitude, and then you can also know. Um, I would like to revisit the conversation about spells instead of devoting my life to something that I don't know. Uh, he just lets out another big belly laugh and like slaps you both on the back. <laughs> and is like, there are so many spells that I do not cast. Let me show you. And he like literally takes you. Uh, there's a, he just leads you away, basically. Cool. Um, Carl, you... Oh, is Carl not coming with me? Uh, he is currently. You hear in your head, you hear a jumble of sounds. Uh, it just sounds like an Ethereum multiple language, just like a... And it, you instantly know that it means, come to me. Professor? Uh, what is it, Carl? Did you say something? N- no, I'm just walking. I'm excited about these spells. Uh, there was, uh, you did the thing where I hear a voice in my head. That is not true. Do you hear it currently? Do, have I heard it again? Uh, kind of as you're talking, you hear the same ethereal, but that is clearly... Uh, what are you waiting for? Are you hearing something? Uh-huh. Okay. I, I want to ask something. I want to do a message, and I want to ask him what he's hearing. Is he able to message back to me, like, the sound that's in his brain through message? message? back to you the sound. Does that make brain. sense, what I'm asking? It does. Okay. For that, we're going to go with two checks. One. I was about to say, roll I'll me, roll. Roll me an arcana, because you're going to try to walk him through that. And give me a charisma save. Save? Oh, it's a natural 19. I got a nat 20, though. Hey. Bang. Jesus. Uh, yes, uh, you feel that same sensation, um, and you can push that sound to Sidus. Like, but so really, it's Sidus, you reach in and pull yeah, it out. Yeah, okay, okay. So you I overheard the voice yeah, in my mind. Yeah, I overheard the voice <laughs> in basically, his mind. Yeah, exactly. You're just like, we put it on let me, phone. yeah, like, think about it, and then yeah. you pull it from him. And okay. it's the same, like, multi. Um, you're a 
learned man. Uh, it seems to be like a collection of different languages played at the same time uh, with like differing tones. Let me ask you this. I feel like this might be way too much to be doing at one time, but I do have comprehend languages. So I have all these voices in my brain. Is there a way to see if I can, could, could I try to cast comprehend languages to see if I can comprehend what's going on? It's pretty much, it, it is saying, what are you waiting on? Ah. It's like you pretty much, that's, it's that word multiple times. Give me, what's a language check? Just a flat intelligence check. That's a 16 total. Jesus. Okay. Thank God. Uh, it's hard. It's, um, <laughs> You're about to uncover like a he, huge he secret. Didn't want, he didn't want me to be. <laughs> uh, you guess this is that you do. Get yeah, that. Okay. like you know that it's a weird cipher kind of thing that just uh, with a sixteen, you know that dragons talk like this mm-hmm. sometimes, where it's like you hear one thing but you understand it. It's some high level, like m- some kind of magical uh, conglomeration of uh, speaking. Okay. I want to tap into an ability that I did get here with level four, the with the book, being able to create spells kind of naturally okay. through the book. So I'm hearing this in my brain and I'm going to open up the book and I'm going to kind of search through and I want to see if there's some way to capture what I'm hearing in my brain to be replayed for other people. Is that is that something I can try to do with this? Uh, you can do that. Uh, yep, you can. You do want that. me to roll for it or I anything? Cast PA system. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, like I want to capture it so that I can eventually, like, if I if I know if I'm Sidus and I'm a professor of linguistics and I know that. Yeah, absolutely. You are actually. Kind of, I can speak Draconic, but it would be cooler to be able to take it to him. Yeah. If it, I know that it's in Draconic, it is not Draconic, but it's it's uh. Similar to Draconic. Okay. I want to be able to take it to Barry somehow. Awesome. You absolutely write this down in your spell book. And as you start writing kind of the words, uh, you take your pen, you you pick your pen up to pause mm. and it keeps writing. Yes. Okay. Uh, and you have what kind of honestly looks like a spell scroll almost like written into your book um, where it's not so much the word, but how you can recreate this type of speech um, so you can absolutely speak this use this explain it to Barry or whoever you want but I can't understand it. Um, and you can't understand yeah you absolutely the, the whole point of this is it's basically ah, I see what you're saying a multi-language catch-all type of speech so if uh, you can in the future if you want to reuse this you can speak this way whoa so it's like when we send out like a tape into the abyss of space just <laughs> in case so, aliens like yeah. can figure out that's what so fucking cool so it's not comprehend languages in that you can't like you can speak this I can now to talk, a person yeah. who doesn't speak your language and it would probably come through to them as long as it was a language that is known it's incredible uh, as you're transcribing this I because you're probably going through it right now. Uh, you, while, while he's doing this, give me another charisma save. Charisma save, okay. Yeah, because we're battling in your brain right now, broski. 13. 13. Uh, I have a plus zero to Christmas. I can't believe you <laughs> rolled a natural 19 on the first one. I did. <laughs> uh, you get the feeling that this is a uh, benevolent person like that's trying to get you to come listen. And you probably should go listen because it's not, you're, you're safe. It's a good place. Like, why wouldn't you go and like listen to what this person has to say? In my mind, wh- where are you? 
uh, and you hear uh, the same thing, which is just like a by the bell. I I look over in that direction and just like see if anybody looks like they're looking at me. Uh, you Barry see over a wave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the voice but, of God <laughs> is Barry doing his fucking my psionic mind. What if it was him and his psionic <laughs> mind just yeah. fucking with everything? Chase, Chase has been texting me what to say the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, what if it's Josh has gained like sentience? <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> you guys are really excited about this, and I'm sorry. What's gonna happen oh, <laughs> for no. the disappointment? Uh, what you do see though is uh, Barry like sees you looking. He's like, ah, and he's like gives you like a little wave. But past him, the source uh, seems to be the short, uh, looks like about five two wizard with the got the wizarding hat the that's slightly hat. flopped over to the side. Uh, a kind of like a, a a demon cat mask that ends uh, right at the chin, so you can't see anything about their face and a pretty typical like wizard garb um, that is being worn. Um, although there are like arms and some legs that don't fit the climate, but still they're probably using magic to stay chill considering they, you did see them hurl Hank like a good yeah. 300 yards <laughs> in the air. Okay. Uh, um, but that it seems that they are standing there tapping their foot and waiting on you. Uh, is, is Bruce still with still like in front of us leading us somewhere? Yes. Uh, Hey, Bruce, what's, what's the name? And I guess you, like, shoulder yeah, point. Yeah, just, like, head nodded. Um, give me... You are... For, for the for the effect of this, you are charmed. Oh. You have been charmed. That's what your charisma fail okay, has been. Okay. So you are really not worried about who he is. You really just... This is your buddy. They're calling you over, and you've already been rude for waiting. Okay, okay. Okay. Uh, all right, then, yeah, it's... it's uh, P- professor uh, Bruce, you can take the professor to the the magic books. I'm um, I'm gonna go uh, meet a friend at the bar. Uh, Car, you you'll be okay. I mean, is because uh, I got another big dude to watch out for me. I, I'm, yeah, this, I'm I'll be Gucci. You. This seems like okay? the most okayest <laughs> place we've been so far. Citus now says Citus now says Gucci canonically. Yeah. <laughs> It is it is the safest place that we've been in a little bit, and that worries me. Before a completely I'm sorry, different, I get this, yeah, I, I really I, get there right now. I, I got go. you, buddy. I got you, and I uh, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Uh, he, um, Bruce leads you uh, up to the secret elevator that Click knows about and takes you down into uh, the thing. You guys are kind of small talking, talking yeah. about the old days. In the meantime, uh, Hank, at the end of the bar, you do see that there is um, your wizard friend who is beckoning you over. I think Barry would actually try and intercept. He sees Carl walking up and like grabs the drink. Hey, Carl, you come to join us? I I, I take the drink and then just, uh, and, hey, then just and then just go yet? sit down next to the other guy. Well, I guess he didn't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the drink. I, I just keep talking to Lunier. like, all right. That's the friends. second time that's happened. Just, <laughs> Thanks, buddy. You keep walking. Uh, yeah. Keith, what kind of vibe am I getting off this guy? Like, it, I... Well, I actually want to look at Lunir and just say, well, that was weird. Carl doesn't usually just uh, walk away. You know who that fella uh, is? Uh, yeah. Give me, give me, I guess it'd be an insight check, but it's not even that. It's, give me a charisma saving throw. How about that? It's not a true spell or anything. <laughs> You're about to be charmed as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a six minus one. Yeah, this is you like. You have a negative charisma? Negative oh, charisma. no. Oh, wow. I mean, that's, that kind of makes sense if you think about it. I mean, I do too, actually. It's wild though, because like. The voice and everything, you have so many friends. It's See, just... my thought is Barry is likable, but he is dog shit at convincing people to do anything. Okay. 
Okay. So like, yeah. You're not persuasive. Yeah, Astrid is the persuasive one. I'm just the likable guy who can shoot things. Pretty much, you barely notice Carl walk by because they rolled like a 23. That is a 23. Uh, Damn. They're just, they're not purposefully misdirecting you. It's just uh, this beautiful person is really interested in everything you want to say. It's genuine. Like everything about this is like super enjoyable and there's no reason to like worry about everything else right now. You're now you're now jealous that Carl gets to talk to him. No, I, I think Barry is very content enjoying this lovely conversation with this lovely person. And it's just like, you know, I haven't had a nice deep conversation in a while. Yeah, especially like the last three days have been awful yeah. on top of it. Like it's it, you're just really in your own zone. Yeah. Um, but Carl, you do make it to the end of the bar to the dress like a wizard and you hear uh, the same uh, kind of strange thunder. We hear the same thunder that I hear right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is storming. Uh, it is storming. <laughs> you hear for ambiance. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, you do if hear only th- if only we had said it was raining like <laughs> you <laughs> everyone could have reminded me was, <laughs> I, I share my blame with all of you at the beginning of this record Keith was supposed to announce for our audience that it is I got uh, it's storming outside I got busy up in the moment <laughs> yeah you, you got busy as God just like nah bro I got you yeah I I, I can we just like add yeah, canonically, intro, canonically, like, it's going to be raining. Okay, it's been raining, guys. Yeah, it's uh, been raining. The sorry whole time. about that. It's been. <laughs> it actually like it, it's a it's a weather thing. There's weather in D and D, so it and is. We, and if we listen to this in the edit, and you can't hear the thunder that I heard, then Alex we'll just is cut all this out. Thunder. Yeah, I have to add some thunder. <laughs> or, or actually, Keith, right now, say it's raining, and Alex just cut that clip out and put it at the beginning. I could do something like that. I'm all looking right, at I'll, the weather. Right I'm now. just gonna say while Alex looks up the weather, uh, you do know that it's raining outside there is thunder <laughs> uh, which is yes mm-hmm. kind of weird because Vesthelm in its protective sphere has regular weather um, which is almost exclusively snow uh, because it's very cold here the summers are, it melts a little bit but are there not thunderstorms when it's snowy there is but this is rain this is okay. not okay. snow this is not sleet it's literally ice rain which does not make a lot of sense because yeah. What was a protected area is now the mistlands. Yeah. So it's kind of becoming more wild. Like, yeah, yeah, more wild and like the mistlands. Um, so it's uh, something that a lot of the residents here are not used to. You got to find some raincoats. It's hypothermia is a real thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's just chilling to the bone rain outside. But you said this, I, I heard something else from this guy. You do hear something person. else from this person, um, which is just like, uh, it's the same overlapping thing. It's like, took you all. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I feel like I know you. Uh, You hear something, uh, except this time you don't understand it. It just sounds like overlapping. uh, I'm not very good at this. Is can we can we talk out loud? Uh, They tap their hat slash mask combo, uh, and then you hear the same like multi-language lyrics that don't have meaning and you see them tap their mask again (laughs) Uh, and finally they just pull up the mask entirely like lean forwards towards you say do they know you're 14 and you see uh, the uh, it is just this young pretty girl with 
black hair kind of like pulled behind her mask. She's pulled this up. Uh, doesn't look to be very old. Um, and she is just staring at you. Uh, <laughs> 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 Carl got a little crush. I am 15. You see, as you say that, that their face cracks into like a big smile. It's like, <laughs> you admitted it. And she like, uh, how'd you know? I don't know how no one else knows. Like, I mean, I think I do. I'm, that's not, I don't do a bad job of hiding it. Um, as you say this, you notice that you can't hear any more bar sounds. Um, uh, Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she snaps her fingers and that you're my, obviously we know each other. The entire charm just falls full off of you. And you know, you've been charmed according but to she's, the spell. But she's still very pretty. She is still very pretty. Okay. Uh, it's uh, the same thing give for me, me. Give me an insight check. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, just uh, give, insight's fine. Okay. Ooh. Uh, seven. <laughs> seven total? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's not an adult. You kind of knew that already. Yeah. And now you still know that. Um, but she does like, she's kind of like leaning in towards you. It's like, how long have you been with them? How, what? I couldn't get, this is bullshit. Why do you get to lumber around like a giant toddler and I get stuck in this? And she like measures her body, which is just like, she's very small. Is I mean, first of all, ow. Uh, second of all, I, this may or may not be uh, my uh, and I look I look around and then quite lower my voice my first week adventuring uh, she like puts her hands in her face and is like are you do you need help do you need an adult uh, do you need an adult <laughs> no well I mean that's uh, I, I saw what you were doing that was pretty you don't need an adult uh no, I did. Before you did your thing, I did a thing. It was cool. Oh, I'm sure it was very, very cool. That was. Uh, Why did you want me over here? I don't get to see many people my age. Your age? I, and, and obviously you're a, a young person. How, how old are you? Um, give me a persuasion check. All the skills Ooh. that Carl's good at. Uh, 17, natural 17. 17. Ladies, zero. man. Nice. Uh, you kind of plop down on a bar stool and you're still towering over this small person. Um, but you kind of look down and it's like, how old are you? And you like are kind of looking directly at her face. And you see that like, just like a really small with your, what was that? Was that insight? It was a persuasion. It's persuasion. Said. We'll say the we'll same thing. Uh, you see like a, a, just a really slight blush. And she's like, it's like 16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm older than you. Uh, I'm sh- yeah, very much. Sure, by uh, by three hundred days. Sure. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. You're part of a crew that just did something that I have only ever heard of in fairy tales. How long have you been doing this? Uh, I graduated the uh, magical college at around... Which one? uh, I've been adventuring since I was like eight or nine. My 
family were merchants and uh, powerful wizards. So you kind of just learn as you go. Um, so do you? I assume you're with Click, right? Is I uh, yeah? I met him two days ago. Do they order you around, or they do they not know that you're fourteen? As f- I find it best that they not know at the moment. Uh, it, she crosses her arms and kind of huffs, and it's just, it's, this is not fair. <laughs> uh, Was uh, did did you not lie about it when you started? Uh, she gives you like a flat look and does the same like hand to t- hand to foot motion. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I am small. Am small. Am small. Uh, it's like okay, yeah, not, that's not, a good point. Not everyone knows. I keep the mask up, but that makes sense. I, I, Bruce I, just treats me like a child all the time. I'm sure, you get to. He gave you a beer, like. Yeah, he gave me a pretty good pat on the back. Uh, literally. I meant your literal friend. Just, just your you, you're holding oh, the Barry still. Barry, Barry is. Oh, you Barry, said, yes, you said him. Bruce. Oh, did I say Bruce? You no, said, I just heard he just gave you a beer. Yeah, he just, I thought you said Bruce. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't know. His his mom knows, but he doesn't know. Hey, what does I know? <laughs> uh, you actually. I guess you're 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 enthralled, but there's like a full silence coming from this side of the bar, like magically induced silence. Oh, like for everybody at the bar, or just, just this. If corner you glance at me, you just see like my mouth's mouth moving, moving, but no sound. Yo, they got that cone of silence though. No, like, like some kind of should I roll something to see you, if I break away at, even for a glance? Or I'm just enthralled, yeah, right? You're enthralled. No, you you failed way too yeah. hard too. I'm about to say, I, if it was close, maybe. Say Barry is just not even paying attention to you. He is just enjoying this wonderful conversation with Lunir. I, I th- we're having this back and forth, and I'm just being more and more enthralled with like this super powerful, beautiful young person in front, young woman in front of me, and I'm just I. I have, I have a lot of questions for you. Would you like to grab a table? Uh, the same like kind of like slight flush is like it, you're flirting, even if you don't know it. Uh-huh. And uh, she like it's like fine, and I, stalks off and picks the table. But you, you guys, do you want a drink? Uh, she like looks left and right and it's like yes, yeah. <laughs> um. Cool, cool. You guys, a pound, a pound, pound, like, and trying to <laughs> trying to impress her. Pound my fist on the bar, and like, no, no one hears it. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I just, in that case, I just like walk up to the closest person with that has like an untouched drink and just take it. <laughs> awesome. You absolutely, you pound the bar like. Ales all around kind of style, and no one looks at you at all. Wait, do I notice a bar shake without any noise? Vibration. It does vibrate a little bit. <laughs> it doesn't like trigger anything, but the bar, you do notice the bar vibrates just slightly, and you're like kind of embarrassed and just like reach out and grab one of the, they have like some ales just out because people are going to come grab some, and you take those back to the side table that she led you to. Uh, click. Best day of my life. <laughs> you. <laughs> Uh, enter Ophir's office. There is a bunch of tactical maps on the, her desk. What is usually her immaculate office 
is strung with maps on the walls, documents with trails leading to other trails, uh, a full-sized, well, I guess full-size is insane, uh, a in, a wall-sized map of Vesthelm has been created and put on her wall where she has thumbtacks at possible survivor locations. Do I see any, um, I want to look at the map just like a quick glance. Sure. Do I see any like circles or any marks on the map that indicate like 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 suspicious areas, like highly dangerous areas or like like almost like kind of battle plans is kind of what I'm looking for. Give me an investigation check. Mm. That's a five. Dang it. What is wrong with your Bro, dice? Your rolls, Who are you rolling? Your rolls are terrible. You even have new dice. I told you, world's most okay is five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a five, we'll say you do notice on the battle map that the Astrid outpost towards the bra- dragon's bra- breath is empty. There is there is nothing there. So okay. they, they don't have any information from that area. Okay. But that's about all you get to before Ophir just starts kind of taking in information. Oh. Hank, you, did you, how far did you make it towards the center of the city before you had to come save us? Uh, and Hank turns back and is like, oh, well, we managed to rescue another outpost, and he walks up to the big map and uh, takes like, basically a thumbtack and puts it on the uh, far uh, eastern wall and puts a thumbtack there. And it's like, Lunir found another one. Um, the resistance is thick towards the center. I think there's still, for some reason, a collection of misbeasts there. Uh, the shades are thick there. We couldn't get much closer until uh, someone messaged Onizani and said that we would be needed. Um, I didn't think that it was going to be that giant fucker, but uh, I'm glad we came back. And she turns to you and clicks like, Click, did you, did you see anything outside the wall? Or do you have any information that you uh, found passing back to us director we uh we got about half a day away from the city before before we heard the the wall guard uh it was strangely quiet in the mistlands like quieter than i've seen it and i guess i now know why it's because they were all in the city um on our way back we helped the wall guard kind of clear their position uh, they had already set up a camp with crystals surrounding a good portion of the wall. Um, that's where we kind of hung out until uh, I saw another director. I saw this agent, and I, I can't remember his name. And I <laughs> <laughs> like, do we have an influx of new people that I don't know about? Because like they they said they knew me, and I, I had no idea who this person was. Director, they got me a box to stand on this wall. <laughs> Oh, it's like that that's John. He's he's good at his job. He's just condescending. I don't I don't know what it is about him. Um you have met him before though, maybe. Uh you just have a poor memory at that one specific time that could be represented on a dice roll of a D20. <laughs> that was close to like a 1. Um but V close to a 1. Uh kind of as you're talking, I assume you do you want to mark the map that we have up yeah uh so i want to so this is the first time click is going to do this so i pull out uh what looks like just a a mini notepad 
and like just began like scribbling names of places that are on the map that are either circled or highlighted or whatever. And then after about 25 seconds, the the ink disappears and I put the notebook away. Awesome. Uh, you uh, uh, kind of take your notes in your book and you go and mark where Astrid's location, location is on the west side of the wall. And are there are there any other, other safe areas marked on the wall? Just uh, out of curiosity, there are. Uh, it looks like Libra has found some more outposts than just these two. Uh, you kind of don't have a lot of time to analyze it um, in the middle of the meeting, also because you rolled terribly. Um, <laughs> but, Can I at least mark like kind of which direction they are? Uh, here? Sure. You see, it seems like uh, you look at the wall with your five or six. Um, that it was a twenty. What are you talking about? Uh, that the <laughs> the eastern side, which is where Libra is, it seems like they have scouted this area more. There's at least one spot on the wall and another spot, kind of eastern into the city. Um, but those are the only two that you really get to you really notice as you're pinning Astrid's location on the map. Uh, director, one one more thing. Um, we have to bring the bugbear into into our organization. Carl, you might have seen him outside. He's director, he's incredible. I mean, don't get me wrong, like he's, you know, he's nowhere near uh Hank's level of efficiency and brutality, but he's close. Like we could we could really use him. I I did see what him and the Ranger did to those uh, misbeasts. They would we need all the people we can get, especially those that are already ready for combat. Uh, do you have, uh, how, how close is your connection to them? Do you think you could convince them to help us? Uh, yeah, I think Carl would. Um, you know, Barry, I think would if it meant like helping his family. I think he would be willing. Sidus, I'm not really sure. He has this. Director, do you remember what that expedition, what the college found from? Gungridge Castle. Uh, she stops and thinks about it. She draws a blank, surprisingly. Uh, and <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm, there's a lot of information that doesn't uh, ring a bell. Um, but Hank kind of steps up from beside you and is like, or step, uh, looks down towards you. It's like, I was on that expedition. Why Why would you? What does that, what, what, what does that have to do with now? Uh, Sidus is carrying that book that you guys found. The fucking creepy one that we found in that guy's hands? Yeah, he has it and has been studying it and I assume that's why I was supposed to follow him because he has the book and he's trying to figure out he claims the book has answers. Answers to all of this, to the mist, to this disaster. He's he's a little out there. You know, he's energetic. But he's helpful. And he I I I think he would help if we also in turn helped him with deciphering this book. The only answers that book has are how to destroy a Providence in a castle. I don't. I don't know how connected that could be to this. Uh, he looks to, to Ophir. And it's like the only 
We just wanted you to investigate him because he was an abnormality. I don't, uh, nothing about the book was involved in the decision for you to go spy on him. I but think- that's good to know. We can, is he powerful? Does he, is he a, I assume if he's a professor at Barbier, he is a wizard. Uh, is he capable? Sidus is arguably the smartest person I've ever met. Um, he's very he yes is he ca- you is he capable yes I know he doesn't trust me just given the nature of all of this and he like points out like you know we're a secret secret agent base in a library but yes yeah, Sidus Sidus would be very helpful we just we just need to know what to do uh, she takes in this information and um, it's like I'm wow click that I don't know if I've heard you say that many nice things about anyone at this organization <laughs> well you know it's the end of the world so <laughs> well, if you trust these people I'm I put my trust in you and this sounds like if you want if you think Carl is Librian material and you think this highly of Sidus and the Ranger uh, seems like he's a part of your team. Uh, and Barry's I've good. Seen, he's, <laughs> I'm here. Just uh, for Barry. I, Chase has I wanted, to, I wanted to hype him up and then I realized Ophir doesn't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Barry, Barry, Barry's, Barry's also cool too. Barry's cool. Yeah, he, he's the one. I mean, he he's the one that led us here. Like, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I know where the base is, but like, he he's the one that he's been out in the mist. He's he was kind of our guide through all of this. So yeah, we will we'll need somebody with with Barry's speciality. Oh, well, it sounds like you have your team already. We we're shorthanded. I don't think I could assemble a group that. Uh, would fit better than the one you already have. If you, if you can convince them that this is for the best for the city, it is. Uh, I'll give you. Uh, I'll make sure your mission is up to the challenge of what I think your team can, is capable of. Um, as she says this, she looks to Hank and is like, "We have to know what's going on at the center of this city. Uh, I need you to go." and lay eyes on the crystal. I don't want you coming back even if this headquarters is destroyed. We have less than a week's worth of rations. We don't know what's going on. We're dead if we don't get our information. If information's our weapon, we are blunted. You must figure out what's at the crystal no matter the cost. And Hank kind of just looks at her kind of solemnly I can do it, ma'am. I'm sorry that it has to fall on your shoulders, but we don't have anyone else. And Hank just kind of nods. There's no more debriefing. There's no information to be had. He uh, understands the weight of his duty and uh, leaves the office, leaving Click you alone with Ophir. Director, send a send us with Hank we can we can help uh, she looks at you like, click I, I know you're capable but 
I'm afraid you would slow him down. Click kind of just looks down. In his in his head, he he kind of knows that that's true, just because like he knows what what Hank and the others are capable of versus kind of what we've shown so far. Um, and he just kind of looks at the ground. It's like D- I I don't I don't want you're you are capable, Click. There are other things that we information is still our weapon. We need information, and there's tasks that we need you to make. Uh, she like looks down kind of it's like you're our number two now uh, number number two what a agent click oh you <laughs> you like like all of our lead agents are missing we sent them on important missions they didn't return Hank returned you returned we've always known you're capable it's just now it's time for you to show it well director do you have do you have anything that could that could help uh, so, uh, yes um, as director of this Librian branch you have by right of succession and right of uh, capabilities ascended to the number two uh, you uh, are a true agent of Libra, and she kind of holds out her hand for yours. Okay, I I take it. I put my hand in hers. Uh, she grabs it tightly, and like looks. She's kind of been looking down, and she looks directly into your eyes and says, "I know you've already spoken with her. I know that you are watching us for her." Just this is enough for you to be welcome to our upper levels. And if she trusts you, I trust you. But know this, there is a double agent in this organization. I don't believe it to be you, but if it is, there won't be anywhere you can run. And as she says that, she reaches her hand, moves her thumb to the top of your ring that you wear, that is kind of, was given to you by someone, and presses down the top of it, uh, does a slight couple movements, and then presses. And you feel uh, just like this pinprick of pain, um, where, ah, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where something uh, pierces your skin, you see like a very small trickle of blood kind of rolling down your ring and you feel something pulse in your body and you hear her talk she says usually you would get a meeting it is far too unsafe for an audience so for me repeat these words she like looks at you and you feel this pulse once again thrum through you and she says between Amir and Apophis there will be balance between Amir and Apophis there will be balance or there will be death or there will be death and as you finish your final rise the thrumming stops completely for two seconds three seconds four seconds 
and then just you feel as if all the blood in your heart pulls in and pushes out at once. And then you feel normal, but it's a real weird feeling at once. And then you feel uh, almost refreshed. Like you've been up on your toes for multiple days now. You've just traveled a long way. It's almost as if you had just laid down and rested for six, eight hours and then got up. Does Click know kind of what this ceremony means? Yes. You uh, th- you know there's a ceremony. You are an investigative person. You know that uh, this is what it means to be a top operative of Libra, is to swear the oath that you d- have not heard, and now it is time for you to actually do the business of Libra. Uh, you also know that the agents of Libra can traverse the mist without crystals. Jackpot. You know that... Uh, Hank and Co. are not carrying a guardian crystal, you guys. They just walk into the mist. Uh, you know that this is what it means to truly be a mist walker. And for mechanic's sake, you know that you can use this to protect people who are close to you so that they, that they don't need crystals either. Awesome. Okay. Okay, director. Um, Where am I going? Where are we going? Um, as, as you say this, she's like, if you trust your team, um, we can bring them in for this. I do. I will. I'll go grab them. Awesome. Uh, as this is occurring, uh, the rest of the audience chamber uh, hear a door open. Uh, Sidus, you do not because you're in the basement. But yeah, um, you see that Bruce, who's kind of like very jollily leading you around, pointing at things, kind of stands upright uh, as he seems to have gotten a message. It's like, I'm sorry, Professor, but I must go. Um, Come with me. I, I don't think I'm allowed to leave you down here on your own. Um, Give me a D6 roll. Four. Uh, in your journey through the libraries of Libra, um, you found the magical section and you've pulled what appears to be four scrolls off the wall and you kind of have them in your arms. And Bruce is not stopping me from just taking them? Nope, he seems to kind of even be leading you to the best spots where you can find them. Ah, sweet, cool. Uh, he's like, uh, you must come with me, but bring the scrolls. Perhaps you can copy them in the main room. Can I ask you a question? Uh, if it's quick. As, as we're walking, can, yes. can I just ride on your shoulders and read them? He, he, he like belly laughs and is like... Uh, sure little friend and he like <laughs> grabs you by the waist he doesn't ask permission he should but he I doesn't. don't need it and he grabs you and puts you up and he's like ah, I've not done this since Alin was so small and he just like holds your legs and like runs through the corridor Sidus <laughs> has to hold in a wee <laughs> uh, Oh, like he has to go to the bathroom? No, he's not about to <laughs> pee on this guy's shoulders. <laughs> Such a bad <laughs> joke. Yeah. He's I, trying really hard. I, I was with Sam. That's what I thought. Saying, no, saying. I'm not peeing on this guy's <laughs> shoulders. Uh, it's so much fun that you don't really have a chance to read the scrolls. No, it's also not very far. Uh, Carl, you see from inside your cone of silence, the door open and Hank exit. Uh, you don't hear it because it's being quiet. Uh, you've kind of been having just a regular, just a youth talk 
youths talk, right? <laughs> Flirtatious. Uh, that that was weird. <laughs> those youths. youths please, the youths. Please I'm 54. Those uh, youths in their chats. <laughs> how, uh, you guys are just like hanging out. It's not like serious. You're not talking about missions and danger. It's just kind of a small section of normalcy in a world that is literally ending. But uh, you kind of a, you do get to actually get a good look at Onizani, and she's just kind of normal. Like you, you really thought she was really pretty at first, but it's mostly because you're a boy and you think girls are really pretty. <laughs> um, but she's like, you don't know how old she is. She says she's 16, but she has just like a pretty big nose, a really wide smile, like big, uh, high cheeks, uh, and a scowl that just seems to come and go quickly and you don't know why um and you're just kind of like it's nice to even in alina it's hard to get along with kids your age when you're four foot taller than they are and you're big and scary but to this person you should be scared so it's it's like a really fun different experience but uh at as you see the door open uh onizani stands up and you see that she starts muttering. Uh, are you, do you have to go somewhere? Uh, she looks like, yes, we have to go save the world while you, I don't know, toddle around. And <laughs> you see that she's like encanting a spell over while she, she literally is talking while encanting a spell, like in between divine or not divine, uh, magical phrases. Uh, and she, is about to exit the cone, uh, and she right before she does, she looks back at you and says, uh, uh, "My name's Alin," and she steps out of it. And the full uh, cat-like mask tilted over, witch cap, fully appears and exits a very powerful wizard ready to take on the world. Uh, he ju- he just kind of stares after her, and like as she's walking away, just kind of mutters to himself. Is until until we meet again. Barry, you guys are how many? How how is this gone? Are are you drinking a lot? Are you shooting the shit? Are you talking? What are you? How is how is this? I feel like it's a little bit of everything. Barry likes to talk and is enjoying conversing with Lunier, and he also likes to drink. And the world's ending. So as he finishes, he grabs another and. I mean, he's probably a few deep at this point and just vibing, having a good time with this person. Uh, yeah, and Lunir's kind of just following your lead. You guys are having a bunch of awesome drinks, awesome company. Like, I, I think like sharing some war stories might not be the right word, but like sharing some battle stories, talking about family, apparent, like talking, like hyping Astrid up too, because Lunir knows Astrid. So just anything and everything they can talk about is being talked about. Awesome. Yeah, you guys are just really connected and through the social lubricant of alcohol just had a great you know, it's probably been half an hour is how long all of this has taken, but you you feel like you've really made a connection with you know, another person, which as Barry does, it's just you know, another day in the life of Barry. Uh, but as Hank walks through the door, you see uh, Lunier goes from jolly good time having beer jugging chugging buddy of yours to straight back uh hand on uh weapon just instinctually uh 
back to relax and then turns to you and is like, this has been wonderful. I've, I haven't got to relax in a long time. Thank you, Barry. Well, the pleasure's all mine. And they put just a hand on your shoulder and they go to like put forehead to forehead, which is just kind of weird, but <laughs> Barry will oblige. All right. <laughs> forehead to bo- forehead, just, uh, and then walks away from you. Right. See you later. Uh, and as that happens, up from the lift comes Barehand Bruce with Sidus Sarakator riding atop his shoulders, and he just runs down the stairs. Sidus an- hands up in the air all the <laughs> way down. Yeah. The Wii comes out that he's been holding back. Just no. Just, no one hears it, but it's there. <laughs> Why is my shoulder wet? <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 not that, that Wii. Wii. Um, but he takes you and sets you down. And you guys see the Librian team of Hank and Co. kind of set out to exit the building. As they exit, you see there's just everyone in the room just takes a second. If they have a beer mug, they hold it up. Uh, If they don't, there's just this respectable silence as they exit the library. And then, click, a couple minutes later, you exit the office as well. Click walks. He's, uh, he's got his, he's got his head down. Like he's, he's walking very focused. Like he's got, he's got a lot of things that were just thrown at him in like a 10 minute period. He got promoted to agent number (laughs) two of Libra. Uh, he learned there was a mole in the organization and he's thinking about this new mission so he's he kind of sees people are spread out and uh he wants he wants to walk toward the table where carl is at and like kind of makes eye contact with everybody and like kind of motions to for everybody to group up a dad huddle some might say (laughs) uh barry actually grabs four beers and brings them to the table Awesome. Yes, you guys congregate at that corner booth. The cone of silence is still going, if anyone cares. <laughs> as, as soon as Click walks up to the table. Do you know Elin? Yeah, I know. I know Elin. What, what, what do you know about her? She's arguably the most powerful wizard of her generation. I mean, she's... I've. I mean, I've seen her do some some wild stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know a little bit of magic. She knows magic, magic. Yeah, she's she's pretty uh, pretty striking. She sounds like somebody I wouldn't mind getting to know either. Girl drama. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Back off. <laughs> yeah, so I know, I know Alina. Why? Why were y'all? She just, she, uh, she, she asked, she, Asked me to come over and talk to her, and we we had a we had a uh, drink together. It, I just I've never met anybody like like her before. Yeah, she's great. Um, I know she's she can get a little a little frustrated with with us. Like I motion around like all all of this, but she's she's one of the best we have. And I'm glad you'll be glad she's on our side I can imagine um, how, how'd your meeting go the, me- the meeting went well um, 
I do have an offer for all of you. Uh, I know we only met a couple days ago, but um, I I like to think I'm a good evaluator of skills, and I think you three all bring something amazing to the table. And I know I have I have been a little distant because. Well, frankly, when I met you guys, the world was not ending, and now it is. <laughs> so, kind of all the secrecy just kind of goes out the window. But this is this is what we're looking at. Director Ophir asked, essentially, if we wanted to be her her B team, as they would, some would say. Hank, Lunir, the others. You know, they're the A team. They have a lot more experience than us. They're, they have their own mission. Probably a lot higher level, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could say that. <laughs> you could refer to something like that. On a scale of like 1 to 20, I'd say we're around a 4, and they're much higher. Yeah, they're at... <laughs> <laughs> they're at least a 5. At least. <laughs> but I would like... I would like you three to... To come with me. Is that something that... Come with you where? Well, on our next mission, should you choose to accept. (laughs) (laughs) Is this an offer we can't refuse? (laughs) No. I mean, you guys are more than welcome to refuse. Sidus, you know, you want to explore your book. What I can promise is if... If you if you help us out here, I I promise I will make the book a priority for Director Ophir. Like we will we will help you find those answers you're looking for. Barry, you know, your your family is here, your family is safe. You have no reason to help us. If you wanna go back with them, I wouldn't blame you. I the pitch I would try to make to you is the sooner we can get the city as a whole safe, the sooner your family is yeah, safe I'm for sure. Cut you off there, Click, because like Pa used to tell me, your friends ask for help, you help them. So my family's here, and if the world ends, we got nowhere to live because we live in the world. So you know what? I'm along for the ride. I have nowhere else to go. I, <laughs> I came here with everything that I own. So I'm, I'm a. I'm along for the ride. I'll and do what I can. Thank you. And Carl, you've... I know you want to help people. And I know you don't 100% trust me. But we do We do help people. That is one of our big goals. And I think you would... I think you would really flourish here. I... I uh... I follow I follow the professor. And at that uh click pulls out like a map and he unrolls it on the table. Uh, as you're as you're unrolling the map, uh click from the corner of your eye you see the door open to the uh, library office. And inside steps a uh, tall slender woman with a kind of commoners clothes that uh, fit right and 
at her side is a mutt-looking dog. And it's scraggly. Uh, It's got long, kind of beard-like fur on its snout uh, and has a cord leash leading up to uh, this woman's hands. She kind of keeps a straight gaze forward, not looking around at all, and her dark straight hair falls to her shoulders and you see that she kind of turns her head as if to listen to something but you see someone that you recognize mama and I take off What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to episode six of Not Another Not One. Uh, We're going to keep it short and sweet this week. I got my buddy Chase again with us. What's up, everybody? Chase and I have been in the studio this afternoon and evening making cool music for y'all. A lot of the stuff that was in episode six, yeah. dude, that was mainly us. And I'll I'll kind of talk about that here in just a little bit. But Chase, what you got for us this week? Well, if you're already here, you've probably heard this uh, spiel a couple times, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, check out our socials. We're on Twitter and TikTok at NanoDND. And keep an eye on that TikTok. We got some... Uh, some content we're going to be putting out Oh, yeah, that's going to be good, man. It's going to be fun. Uh, it might actually already be out by the time this episode drops. So if it is, you're welcome. It depends on how fast Chase works. Yes, we'll see. My first, <laughs> uh, my first we'll try video editing, so... We, we, you, you have to start somewhere, though. You have and to start somewhere. And that somewhere is iMovie. Yeah. <laughs> <So. laughs> uh, yeah, you can also find us on Instagram at notanothernat1. Uh, you can find our link tree that has all of those socials. We also have a YouTube now uh, that we'll be uploading all the episodes to. If you don't like regular podcast apps, pop it up on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, we've got a Facebook, not another that one, but we're trying to reach out to boomers too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, we're we, trying to. We we want the older folks on here too. <laughs> we we make content for everybody. Everybody is included for children. No, no child children. should be listening no to this children. podcast. No children. No children. Uh, but. The most important thing. Yep. The one thing we need you to do. This moment. Right now. I, unless you're driving. Uh, if you're driving, wait, wait till, till you get, Wait till you get red light yeah. parked somewhere, somewhere, somewhere that's else. that's not moving. Yep. Uh, tell a friend. Text a friend. You've probably got a friend in your phone that you haven't told about this podcast that probably would like it and give you two something, something more to talk about. Maybe reach out to someone you hadn't talked to in a bit. Just say, hey, you're a nerd. Listen to this podcast. Let's talk about it. And we can be that conduit. We can be that catalyst. There you go, buddy. And also, we just, we need your validation. So text a friend, tell them about Not Another Nat One, and uh, y'all both hop in the Discord afterwards and tell us what you thought. Yeah, absolutely. Please do. Uh, This week, uh, as always, most of the music is written by me, but this week... We have some special songs uh, with my buddy Chase over here playing Yay. drums. Uh, anything that is written by me is in the description down below. Uh, Chase is included on a number of those songs playing drums. Uh, and I took one song, uh, Stranger Things, uh, well, I think it's called Weirder Things 2, actually, uh, by Tabletop Audio is also included in this episode. All right. And we've got a shout out to 
Uh, so my friend Xandra runs a Twitch stream. So join Zanzan in an upcoming stream at twitch.tv slash complicated as fook. That is complicated as F-U-K. Uh, where it's more about having fun than being than winning or even just being good. It's a great time. I enjoy being on her streams. And if you're lucky, you'll catch me on one from time to time. Uh, the last one I was on, we played a version of the Dropout game show, Um Actually. And of course... <laughs> I won. <laughs> I love that. I, I didn't did. realize you won that. Yeah, yeah. That's I, so I cool. That. It's such yeah. a fun game. Yeah, you can always check Chase out. He's usually on those streams. I want to jump in. Oh, yeah. We'll get you in. Uh, yeah, if if you call, uh, check out those streams. I am Redbeard on that. So keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to episode six again. Uh, we have some fun stuff that is coming up around the corner so surprise surprise uh keep a lookout for that and as always have a good one Okay, that's that's gotta be blooper question. (laughs)